Good evening, and, and thank you for all of your patience uh, today. Welcome to the graduates of the class of 2015, and welcome to the mothers, fathers, husbands, wives, friends, and relatives whose love and encouragement made today possible. I ask the graduates to stand and join me in a round of applause to honor and thank your families. On the day of your law school orientation, you walked into Kaplan Auditorium brimming with talent, motivation, and concern. I remarked to you then that we would both be amazed at how quickly your time here would pass. And so it did. I also said that I was confident that you would look back on law school as one of the most intellectually stimulating, interesting, and fun experiences of your lives. And based on my own experiences teaching and working with you, I believe they were. You immersed yourselves in the study of a new and complex field. You welcomed the intellectual challenges that awaited you and met them energetically. The graduate students, in most cases, came from other countries and mastered a new culture along with a new legal system. But you did not focus just on yourselves. You raised money and donated your time to countless important causes. The class of 2015 collectively put in 17,000 563 hours in pro bono activity and assistance of those who cannot afford legal representation. One hundred three of you met the pro bono challenge by performing 75 or more hours of pro bono service while in law school. You continued traditions of supporting the Charlottesville community. The North Ground Softball League's 32nd Annual Invitational drew 1,700 students from 60 law schools and in the process raised over $23,000 that went to support the local nonprofit Ready Kids and the law school's Public Interest Law Association. You participated in the alternative spring break program in which students forego a week on the beach in order to contribute their time and expertise to those in need of legal service. And through PILA, you helped make it possible for some of your classmates to take unpaid or low-paid public service employment during the summer. You distinguished yourselves in other pursuits. Under your leadership, our 10 student-run journals published a total of 37 issues. Your classmates helped startups get off the ground, traveled to the Guantanamo Bay Naval Station to monitor pretrial hearings, argued in front of federal courts of appeals, and worked on cases pending before the United States Supreme Court. Two of you even appeared in the Peabody Award-winning podcast, Serial. You demonstrated your talents for public speaking and oral argument in moot courts and, in, and entrepreneurial competitions. You displayed your artistic and comedic talents in the libel show. Most importantly, you acquired a powerful new set of skills, the lawyer's ability to analyze and express ideas with clarity and precision. These skills are the primary stock and trade of a practicing lawyer, but they are much more than that. Anyone who has observed a well-trained lawyer's talent for solving problems and zeroing in on the most important facts or issues will not be surprised that the President of the United States, the Vice President, 
10 members of the President's Cabinet, almost a third of the members of Congress, the CEOs of 15 of the nation's 100, 100 largest companies, countless entrepreneurs, and the commissioners of the NBA, the NHL, and the PGA are lawyers, as is our speaker today, Demora Smith of the class of 1989, the executive director of the NFL Players Association. You are trained to be leaders, and you will be, in your careers, in your communities, and in some cases, in elected or appointed government service. Your law school is proud of you and confident of your future. It has been a true pleasure for those of us on stage to watch you grow intellectually and personally. We send you on your way today with our complete admiration, our affection, and most of all, our congratulations. Alex Matthews, your student body president, will introduce our speaker. Alex received his bachelor's degree in history from Kenyon College in 2008. He worked on the policy staff of the House Committee on Science, Space, and Technology for four years before coming to the law school. In addition to his work with the Student Bar Association, he was a member of Rivanna Investments and an executive director of the Virginia Journal of Law and Technology. Following graduation from law school, Alex will join the Washington, D.C. office of the law firm of Pillsbury Winthrop Shaw Pittman. It has been a pleasure working with him this year. Alex? Thank you, Dean Mahoney. Well, at least now I know what it's like for Duke players to shoot free throws at JPJ. <clears throat> As outgoing SBA president, I have the honor of speaking today on behalf of our class, and in a few minutes, introducing our outstanding commencement speaker. I did have other responsibilities this year, only two of which I'll mention now. First, sending really long Dear UVA Law emails at 11 o'clock at night, and second, writing a hopefully more succinct welcome letter to the class of 2018. Drafting that letter really took me back to the summer of 2012, when I was disengaging from my soon-to-be former life without really knowing what I got myself into by enrolling in a top law school. I did my due diligence, though, including, of course, watching the notorious law school movie, The Paper Chase. While I didn't really expect to be told on my first day, as in The Paper Chase, look to your left, look to your right, one of you won't be here. I was apprehensive, however, about the fabled cutthroat nature of law school and whether that would leave room or time for a life outside the library. In the letter, I reassured next year's 1L class that, based on our experience, the intellectual engagement would be as collegial as it is stimulating, and they'd immediately be made to feel at home by the UVA law community. Because our class was made to feel so welcome, it was very easy and natural for us to join in, each in our own way. It struck me that, over time, we actually became the community. Throughout good times and tough times, we've consistently encouraged and supported one another. I'd like to think we've ensured that the UVA law community and what it represents will live on well after our time here. So, if you look to your left and you look to your right, you'll see your 1L classmates. Only now you think of them as your softball or frisbee teammate, your MOOC core partner, a member of your study and or poker group, <laughs> the person you talk torts or sports with in Spee's Garden, a libel star, or perhaps an organizer of a forum that really made you look at an issue from a fresh perspective, the classmate who always made sure no one walked home alone at night, 
or even someone who helped you shovel out your car after the umpteenth snowstorm of the year. I am so proud to be a member of this community, most grateful for all I've learned from our amazing faculty, and incredibly excited to become, in a very short while, an alumnus, class of 2015. Finally, on behalf of our class, I would like to thank all the family members, loved ones, and friends who made our time here at the law school possible. Without your support, guidance, and tolerance, the many accomplishments of this year's class would not have been possible. Thank you. <laughs> On that note, I'd now like to present this year's class gift. Each year, the graduating class presents a gift of future support to the law school. This year, 297 students made a pledge, an extraordinary accomplishment of 82% participation. Thank you to all who made such a special gift possible. And a special thank you to the class gift co-chairs, Ashley Singletary Claffey and Rhett Reichard, and to all the class agents. I now have the honor of introducing a distinguished member of our Virginia law community, alumnus DeMorris Smith. A graduate of Cedar Cedarville University and UVA Law, Mr. Smith began his career in the law as an assistant U.S. attorney and subsequently served as counsel for then Deputy Attorney General Eric Holder. At the conclusion of his government service, Mr. Smith entered private practice in Washington, D.C., first as a partner at Latham & Watkins and later at Patton Boggs. Mr. Smith has been the recipient of several awards and honors throughout his career thus far, including the Outstanding Achievement Award of the Bar Association of the District of Columbia, the John H. Evans Award, which is the U.S. Attorney's Office's highest honor for courtroom advocacy, the Attorney General's Award, which is the Department of Justice's highest honor, and he also received the Virginia Trial Lawyers Award upon graduation from the law school. While UVA law students might consider softball to be the premier sport, Mr. Smith currently leads the union responsible for protecting the interests of players in what most would consider the country's most popular sports league, the National Football League. Respected and well-liked by the players he represents, Mr. Smith was twice unanimously elected as executive director of the National Football League Players Association by a board comprised of active player representatives. In March of this year, he was re-elected to his third three-year term as the leader of the NFLPA. In 2011, he successfully negotiated a historic 10-year collective bargain agreement with NFL representatives, including current commissioner Roger Goodell, thus ending a 132-day lockout. Throughout his career, Mr. Smith has justly earned a reputation as a talented and dedicated advocate, devoted to the interests of his clients and committed to building consensus. Ladies and gentlemen, Please join me in welcoming home DeMora Smith, class of 1989. Good afternoon to everyone here on this gorgeous day in Charlottesville. I had to say gorgeous because that's what I wrote earlier in my speech. And like any good trial lawyer, you stick with what brought you. Uh, Dean Mahoney, thank you for this wonderful honor, and Alex, uh, thank you for that wonderful uh, and generous introduction. Uh, I did record it. Uh, my hope is that uh, I can play it every time I walk into my house, and perhaps I will get a much better recognition from my family than I normally do. Um, 
Today is a terrific day for you, the class of 2015. Congratulations. <clears throat> this, this is a great day um, in your lives, a symbol of your dedication to our profession and what, what I hope will be a continuation of what Dean Mahoney told me this morning was the greatest law school class in the history of UVA. Of, yeah, I, I know. Um, he, he, he actually didn't say that. But uh, you now know that shameless and gratuitous remarks can still get you some applause. So, life lesson learned. This morning, um, I have to say that when I accepted this invitation, um, my kids had that wonderful look on their face that simply said, why would anyone care about what you have to say? <clears throat> uh, only then did I realize, after I thought about it, that I couldn't have been selected to give this speech today because of the contributions that this law school made to my grasp of sports law, antitrust law, or labor law, because I, I didn't take any of those classes. In the same vein, I couldn't talk about the lessons learned from the Sports Law Journal or the Law Review or the Labor Law Journal because, well, I didn't do any of those either. It dawned on me that there was actually a pretty good chance that I was chosen as the law school uh, commencement speaker today because at least four or five other people could not make it. I have to admit it was a little bit crushing to think about that. Some would say that it was even a little deflating. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And good night. Thank you. Thank you very much. Drop the mic, leave the room. But actually, after I thought about it, I realized that I was chosen to embody the new UVA recruiting motto come to the UVA Law School where even our average graduates get really cool jobs. So thank you very much. Thank you. Um, on days like today, you actually start to think about your graduation from a few years ago, and I started to think about how I felt in 1989. My daughter's edit to the speech at that point was, you obviously felt younger, fitter, and had more hair. Thank you. Thank you very much, baby girl. Um, today I do realize that I do share one thing with my commencement speaker 26 years ago, and that is very soon I will fade into utter obscurity. So, if, if my graduation speaker <clears throat> from 1989 is here, I, I wanna thank you for whatever it is that you said. Um, I'm sorry I don't remember you, but very soon, my words, like your words, will fade into obscurity like a tort lecture on a beautiful spring day right before a North Ground softball game. But as lawyers, we never go down without a fight. And that's why over the next few minutes, I will do my best to ignite your interest in a few things that two and a half years have taught me to be true, things that I only hope would have been true when I sat where you sat so many years ago. First, know that the personal and core values that you want to believe matter actually do matter. 
We're taught that honor, courage, and duty to give back are admirable personal qualities, but after 26 years, I now know that they are indispensable qualities for a professional in a complex world. As you embark on your career, you will undoubtedly meet people who will do their best to step on you or over you in their own quest for personal success. And you may be tempted to retaliate or at worst, capitulate. Because honestly, some of those people will actually get ahead by doing that. Please, please ignore them because they are simply less than you. They are simply less than you. There is no success worth the sacrifice of your dignity. And your greatest victories will always be those that include the successes of others. For example, when it comes to dignity, there was a time when a person who wanted to tell you that they didn't like you had to actually tell you to your not so virtual face instead of your virtual back. My hope is that your generation, a much stronger generation, will finally convince the world that we have officially met our quota of keyboard cowards who do absolutely nothing, but we all know will say just about anything. Champion free speech, but never allow anyone who lacks your courage to curtail your passion, inhibit your expression, or paralyze your ability to make the lives of people better tomorrow than it is today. I owe a tremendous debt to this law school because it gave me the start that today it gives each of you. I look for opportunities to give back because the law school, as we are fond of saying, took a chance on me. I was a student who didn't test particularly well. I didn't have the credentials of a lot of my classmates, but I did believe that with the right support, I could compete with the best. I never forget that I'm one generation removed from two parents who endured the Jim Crow South but nonetheless were able to achieve better lives through things like government loans, through things like professors in schools who cared about their future and cared about them as individuals. Self-made is a myth, a myth. And therefore, we have a duty to reach back, pull up, and provide a foundation so that hard work can actually make dreams a reality. The reality is that each of you earned this diploma today. But of course, what you've done, what I did, is only part of the story. It is an equal reality that someone invested in all of us yesterday out of hope for our success today. Therefore, while this day honors you, it is also the right day to recognize those who paved a path those who have supported everyone who's going to have the privilege of walking across this stage and accepting that parchment. This in no way diminishes what you have accomplished on your own, but it does obligate each and every one of us to make the same investment for someone else. Second core value, embrace every opportunity to prove that you and others who share your vision are worthy of accomplishing great things. In 2011, as you've heard, um, we had a little dust up with the National Football League. 
that lasted about 134 days. The pundits believed that the fight between the NFL players and the owners was about money. So while they focused on paychecks, our player leadership decided that it was time to change something small, something uh, like football. But, but only the way it was practiced and only the way it was played because our injury rate in the National Football League is 100%. Our stance and our commitment in 2011 was not so much a business decision as it was a desire to realize a vision that our players are more than fungible commodities. That they are something more than something that can be discarded when they are no longer wanted. Today, because of their courage and because of their vision, players have less contact in practice. Generations of players will have better access to medical care. More players will have better pensions, a longer off-season, and now we have things like credentialed team physicians and better access to medical care for emotional, physical, and mental issues. History proves that the only thing that makes a vision for a better tomorrow a reality is courage. Core value, courage still and will always matter. Third, because this great law school has given you the tools to overcome every obstacle, I challenge each of you today to find really good fights and bring your best to them. Ours is a profession that is designed to arm advocates with the ability to bring fairness to every contest. And it is grounded in a belief that justice is a right that can be achieved by any person. Of course, some of you are going on to big law firms and when you are working in your second monotonous month of a two-year document production, some of you may not believe that you're actually engaged in the noble fight of which I speak. And you're not. All right. Just figured I had to, if you lose honesty, you lose everything. But it is my hope that sometime in your career that you will seek out the fights worth fighting, where the right to justice hangs in the balance and someone looks to you to secure it. Finally, Embrace your family and friends and never take them or the time you spend with them for granted. I had the opportunity last spring to speak at my class reunion and I used the occasion to go back and review the uh, journal that I kept as a first year student. Um, I can tell you it was terrifying. Uh, several things struck me right away. First, that no one today really writes that much on, on paper anymore. It, really no one. Second, the angst and the terror about my first year actually built authentic friendships. And third, my prediction that I would never ever use the rule in Shelley's case has proven to be 100% accurate. <laughs> As I close, I wanna spend just a moment talking about those authentic friendships. One of those friends mentioned over and over in my journal uh, is a woman named Glenn Key. She would go on to become a member of the University Board of Visitors, General Counsel to General, Elector, uh, General Electric, and, and we would later find out a member of the Seven Society. 
On an early page, I written that she was as genuine and, and disarming as she was confident and brilliant. And most of all, I remember how she remained that way throughout our friendship. In fact, two days ago, a mutual friend sent me the email that Glenn sent to me on the uh, day I was elected executive director of the NFL Players Association. And her email to me read, Dear D, I just read the article in the New York Times, and it says that you are five feet, nine inches tall. Please. In short, Glenn would have been a terrific graduation speaker instead of all of you suffering with me today. Uh, Glenn passed away this year and joined many other friends and classmates that I've had to say goodbye to far too early. The years that will come after today will bring you both joy and pain. But the real benefit of living through both of them is that it will sear into you that which is truly important and truly worth living for every day. This is an emotional day for you, your friends, your parents, and for me. It should be. Um, I actually believe that it's days like today that our hearts and minds experience it in a way, even if you don't remember the exact words of your commencement speaker after I leave, or if you don't remember the the things that everyone says today on a hot day in Charlottesville. But what I hope each of you remember, what I pray each of you remember, is that the values that should matter do matter. It's my hope that all of you will look back on the feeling of today, treasuring the boldness of everything that you have accomplished and the tremendous hope that each of you embodies for our profession and for our world. Class of 2015, congratulations, Godspeed. most enjoyable parts of this ceremony is the opportunity to recognize some of those who have contributed so much to the law school and the community over the past three years. The awards to be presented today to members of the class of 2015 are described briefly on the back page of your program. Listed there are honors and awards already conferred upon members of the graduating class. The award recipients we honor today have not previously been so recognized. Indeed, most will not have been aware of their selection before I call their names. If your name is called, please stand to be recognized. Recipients will be presented the awards themselves after they cross the stage. The Virginia State Bar Family Law Book Award, established by the Family Law Section of the Virginia State Bar and the Virginia Chapter of the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers, and presented to the graduating student who has demonstrated the most promise and potential for the practice of family law. 2015 recipient was the managing editor of the Virginia Law and Business Review, Katie R. Packer. The Virginia Trial Lawyers Association Trial Advocacy Award, previously uh, given to our speaker, 
and presented to a graduate who shows particular promise in the field of trial advocacy. The 2015 recipient was the director of The Libel Show and a senior editor of the Virginia Journal of International Law, Sarah Alexandra Alley Smith. The Epa Hunton IV Memorial Book Award, given by the associates of the Richmond law firm Hunton & Williams in honor of the late Mr. Hunton, class of 1927, and presented to a graduate who demonstrates unusual aptitude in courses in the field of litigation and who shows a keen awareness and understanding of the lawyer's ethical and professional responsibility. The 2015 recipient was also a recipient of the James M. Shoemaker, Jr. Moot Court Award and was an editorial board member of the Virginia Law Review. Brett W. Rector. The John M. Olin Prize in Law and Economics presented to a student who has produced outstanding written work in the field of law and economics. The 2015 recipient was an articles editor of the Virginia Law Review and receives the award for her paper, Cascading Failures, Affiliate Cross Defaults and Insolvency, Megan Elizabeth Colville. Earl K. Shaw Labor Relations Award, established by Mr. Shaw of the class of 1934 and presented to the graduate who shows the greatest promise in the field of labor relations. The 2015 recipient was a senior editorial board member of the Virginia Journal of Law and Politics, Emily Elizabeth Batt. The Edwin S. Cohen Tax Prize, established by the late Professor Cohen and presented to the graduate who has demonstrated superior scholarship in the tax field. There are two 2015 <laughs> recipients of the Cohen Tax Prize. The first recipient was an editorial board member of the Virginia Law Review, Jasmine Nancy Hay. The second recipient was the editor-in-chief of the Virginia Tax Review, Stephen N. Shashi. The Herbert Kramer Herbert Bangle Community Service Award, established by the late Mr. Kramer, class of 1952, and presented to the graduate who has contributed the most to the community during his or her time in law school. The 2015 recipient also received the 2014 Claire Corcoran Award for Extraordinary Commitment to Public Interest Work and was an editorial board member of the Virginia Law Review, Megan Margaret Durkee. The Roger and Madeline Trainer Prize, established by the late Chief Justice Trainer and his wife and presented to two graduates who have produced outstanding written work. The first recipient is an executive editor of the Virginia Law Review, he was also awarded the Ritter Prize for Extraordinary Honor, Character, and Integrity, and the Hardy Cross Dillard Scholarship for Exceptional Members of the Entering Class. He wins the award for his paper, which was published in the Virginia Law Review, Federalism, Due Process, and Equal Protection, Stereoscopic Synergy in Bond and Windsor, Lyde Evans Paterno. The second recipient of the 2015 Trainer Prize was a senior editorial board member of the Virginia Journal of Law and Technology 
and receives the award for his paper, Repudiation of Reconstruction State Debts, Evan Thomas. Robert E. Goldston Award for Distinction in the Classroom, established by Mr. Goldston, class of 1940, and presented by vote of the faculty to the graduate who has contributed the most to classroom education by his or her outstanding recitation and discussion. The 2015 recipient was an editorial board member of the Virginia Law Review, Colin McGovern Downs. The Law School Alumni Association Best Note Award presented to the member of the graduating class who authored the best note in a current volume of a law school publication. The 2015 recipient of the Best Note Award receives it for his note, Excising Federalism, the Consequences of Baker versus Carr Beyond the Electoral Arena, and was an articles editor of the Virginia Law Review, John Franklin Saka, Jr. The Z Society Shannon Award, presented to the graduate with the highest academic record after five semesters. The 2015 recipient was an articles editor of the Virginia Law Review and was the recipient of the Carl M. Franklin Prize and the Jackson Walker Award, which are presented to the student with the highest academic record after two and four semesters, respectively, Samuel Matthew Strongen. faculty award for academic excellence, which is presented to the graduate with the highest academic record, record after six semesters, will be presented in the fall. The Thomas Marshall Miller Prize, established by Emily Miller Danton in honor of her father and presented by vote of the faculty to an outstanding and deserving member of the graduating class. The 2015 recipient was a notes editor of the Virginia Law Review and the president of the Federalist Society, Jessica Lee Wagner. The James C. Slaughter Honor Award, established in honor of the late Mr. Slaughter, class of 1951, and presented by vote of the faculty to an outstanding member of the graduating class. The 2015 recipient was also awarded the Mortimer Kaplan Public Service Award, established by Mr. Kaplan, class of 1940, and presented to a graduate entering a career in public service who demonstrates the qualities of leadership, integrity, and service to others. 2015 recipient of the Slaughter Award and the Kaplan Award was the president of the Public Interest Law Association and was an editorial board member of the Virginia Law Review, Sejal Javeri. Margaret G. Hyde Award, established by the late Forrest J. Hyde Jr. from the class of 1915 and presented by vote of the faculty to the graduate whose scholarship, character, personality, activities in the affairs of the school, and promise of achievement have entitled him or her to special recognition. The 2015 recipient was an articles development editor of the Virginia Law Review, Joel S. Johnson. We will now prepare the stage for the presentation of our graduates. Today you join over 17,000 Virginia graduates who have gone before you. Most of those graduates remain actively involved with the law school and we hope you will as well. 
In any given year, well over 1,000 of them return to the law grounds. They come to teach as adjuncts or short course instructors, to judge first-year oral arguments or moot court competitions, to speak to student groups, to help select the recipients of scholarships, prizes, and other honoraria, to participate in the governance of the law school through service on the Law School Foundation Board of Trustees and the Alumni Council. They come, of course, to recruit our students for their law firms or organizations. They return in great numbers for their reunions, and some have the great pleasure to see their children graduate from the law school. We hope to see you often, and we hope that you will always feel as much a part of the Virginia family as you have over your time here as a student, and will take great pride and pleasure in your association with the law school and with the class of 2015. This concludes the ceremony. Thank you again for your patience and safe travels.